Welcome. You're tuned into the Living in Rhythm podcast, where we wax philosophy and experience in the art and science of living in rhythm. I'm Sister Sunday, and I came here to let my soul shine. It's a lifestyle, you know what I'm saying? For real. Yeah, so we're entering into the final phase of summer, these last 10 degrees of the sign of Virgo. And that's really, that's an interesting time to recognize as we transition. We're preparing for the fall or the autumnal season in the Northern Hemisphere. And there's a lot of significance around that because it it comes from this culmination of power, this empowerment and embodiment that really takes place in the sign of Virgo. So I want to get into understanding embodied empowerment a little bit more this year, this week, and then this year. And then I also want to explore a little bit more about our own personal sovereignty, taking our power back and really understanding how to use it and, and be present with this power. So we're going to get into that. And then as the summer season fades in the Northern Hemisphere, so does the full moon. The moon is waning, so it's fading. And I want to talk about how that waning energy is really something that we can catch as this moon goes towards a last quarter square. I want to get into how we can really access this cosmic tide, these cosmic tides for our benefit, for our actual empowerment. And so we're going to get into that and we're going to we're going to get into some other really cool cosmic alignments in regard to that. But before we do, let's tune in. Take a nice deep inhale. And as you exhale, find your seat or your feet and just kind of breathe in your own timing, in your own tuned in way as I cue you with this one to three breath reset. You're going to take a nice deep inhale as you anchor into the earth and expand into the sky. Just fill the space, not only within you, but the space that surrounds you. We've been We've been talking about this space as the field, acknowledging the the bubble and the area, the, the space that we inhabit, our own space bubble, and really start to fine tune your center of gravity within that space. So we've been talking a lot about practicing this idea of being able to really tune into the different hemispheres of the field, whether it be the, the lateral sphere, field, lateral part of the sphere where it's the right and the left side versus the front or the back, the anterior and the posterior angles of the field. And we're also talking about bringing the diagonals in our sense of awareness through the diagonal energies and seeing if we can't spread out and send a little more charge and energy into those different parts of our, of our bubble that we don't always pay attention to. So take a nice deep inhale once again. And as you exhale in your own timing, just observe your heart's beat and allow your breath and your heartbeat to regulate in your own natural rhythm. And just remember that your timing is always the best timing. Just know this. 
begin to a pra- to really practice this and and just make peace with it own it and i want to talk about in our embodiment in the core calibration i want us to start to really observe and listen there's this way when we when we practice embodiment there's this exercise i like to practice where i think about i explore and practice listening with my heart listening with my ears with my touch with my eyes so really learning to listen in all the ways that i possibly can See, listening and and observation and listening skills are some of our most potent skill sets to develop our own sense of ourself and our sense of our power. Because the more that we can start to tune in and listen to and observe the way we feel, the senses, the way we're we're the way we're taking in the feedback through the senses, just really listening to the quality of it, to what it does to our presence, to our vibration, to our emotions, to our mental state, to our, our physical state. I mean, I really, I feel a lot in my body when I practice this. And so again, this, these are embodiment practices that I'm talking about as we calibrate the core. It's one thing to tune into your center of gravity and really understand the nature of your field. I mean, this is, it's key and it's foundational. The next level is really learning to move that field, that bubble, so to speak, through time and space. (laughs) You know, and it gets, (laughs) when you move that, when you learn to move your field through time and space in an eloquent and graceful and empowered way it um you know and this is this is all practice so I'm not speaking like I have have mastered this skill set by any means I'm speaking as a student and a teacher a practitioner of this work of this study of just truly showing up and, and being embodied and so the thing that happens often in our calibration of our core is that we, we tend to, we'll tune into the center and then we will become aware of the field. So key. And then the next step again is to see where can I, where, where, what do I do? You know, like these are the common questions that show up. It's like, especially in the astrology sessions, it's like, what am I doing? Where do I put my energy? And I just want to reiterate like, astrology and all of these metaphysical and esoteric skills and tools are so important but your best tool your most valuable tool is your ability to send to tune into yourself (laughs) you know this is true for all of us so I've experienced this in my own life that when I tune into that and I start to feel into you know I, I observe the field I anchor my center circulate the energy and then if there's like a question or something I'm looking for guidance for then I use my senses to listen so for example a lot of it comes for me it comes in my body so for example I might feel a push or a pull in one direction or the other and so I kind of observe the the nature of that motion in my body it's a kinetic experience for me Some people hear things, they hear voices, or they hear 
whispers or themselves. It's like a guidance. It's like a, I'm hearing, you know, it's subtle too. It's not necessarily a voice. It can be, I'm, there's, this is so personal. Again, all the core calibration in cosmic synchronization practices are personal. And so I just invite you to tune in and start to, as you get good at calibrating this core, your core, which I know you're doing, the next level is to start to sense, tune in, listen with your senses. And so, you know, for example, some people actually see things, right? Some people might actually get a little vision or, you know, some sort of a visual or a guidance or a clue in some way, you know? And so when you're asking, when you're looking for guidance, you really just like the best thing that I have practiced that I can share is that I, I just tune into my center. I get that breath going, that one to three breath reset and just observe, observe and listen and, and start to see where the senses are guiding us because they're, they're speaking to us in all these ways. And part of the thing that I've noticed in myself, and I notice this with a lot of others, people that I'm close to is, are we already know, when we ask the question, in a lot of ways, we already know the answer. This is again about like really knowing and trusting our own inner guidance, our own presence. See, this is the thing. It's like, it keeps coming back to this core calibration bit. The more in tune I am to myself, then the more I start to know. And I can trust that inner knowing. And that's, it's so important. This is what is what a lot of the evolutionary information that we get from the sign of Virgo is, it's this evolution of starting to know and trust ourselves after everything that we've been through from Aries, <laughs> from the beginning from the beginning of spring to the to the end of summer right where we're having that we've had we've been through some things and now we're going to go through some more things that that require us to be in our highest potential that require us to to be empowered and clear and sure of ourselves you know because the thing that i've become so aware of is the the wishy-washiness and the uncertainty and the not trusting myself has actually wasted more time and energy than I care to admit you know I mean I just feel like if you look at your life you probably can see that if there were times and places where you were going back and forth about a specific thing that you were feeling or thinking and you know that sometimes that back and forth is forth is necessary but then there's there's a point where we have to get clear and present and tuned in. And this is, I feel like, one of the key factors of the, these times is we have to get strong in, in our sense of knowing ourselves. We have to get stronger in our sense of being able to trust in our own inner guidance, in our own sense of, of sovereignty, our own inner authority. Not outside feedback, but our own inner authority is going to be so key because everyone's walking around in the dark and it's like, I just want to be able to trust myself a little bit to go forward in the, in some heaviness and in some darkness or in some, you know, I mean, this is, <laughs> it's one of those moments where I'm like taking it, you know, it's more serious than I'm kind of letting on and it isn't. We're all in our own time, you know, we're all in our own levels of practice and embodiment of this work. And what I want to express with love and support is that 
these are the days when your embodiment, your sense of knowing yourself can be such a fantastic tool for powering, empowering yourself and empowering others around you. And our agility and our grace and efficiency with this is going to be key. I can just feel it in my bones. So that's also why I really love this idea around being able to synchronize with the cosmos because the next level is, is once I'm organized in myself, I kind of, it's almost like myself, my vehicle, my, my, my existence itself is like operating this, this really complicated spaceship. Now I'm going to get weird on you, but like, I do have these sort of like visuals around that me being myself, like at the highest, like I'm actually, it's like the Merkaba, it's the star shape that I'm having to actually like activate all of these things and tune this little, this, this, this physical and energetic thing that is like a spaceship. (laughs) And once I get that going, once I get the energy circulating and the clarity going, then I can actually use, so this is where we kind of like start to surf the cosmos, so to speak, you know, because these cycles of the sun and the moon and the stars and the elements and the way that we observe them from earth that's this that's this this cosmic synchronization that i play with the more that we can understand the nature of these cycles then we start to ride them like waves they are cosmic tides that we can ride you know and so we're there is so much power in knowing the tide if you understand where we're at in time and space or what the nature of the of this cycle is so i talk about it in every session as far as the sun and the moon which are two of the more important ones from earth perspectives is these these the solar tide and the lunar tide rhythms so the solar and the lunar rhythms are are really important for earth because they help us understand ourselves anchor ourselves in time and space and if you could recognize this, the, the moon in its wax or wane, then you can start to recognize that, that lunar wax and wane in all of the other cycles. And it's incredible because the sun is right now basically at the last 10 degrees of the sign of Virgo, not in the constellation, but in the sign of the Virgo. And so that, that waning towards regardless of whatever sign you're looking at the zodiac sign or the constellation the fact that the sun is now traversing towards that point in time and space where on earth from the equator equal day equal night this is the equinox and we have it two times we have a waxing equinox and a waning equinox so in the northern hemisphere the autumnal the autumnal phase, which we're going to be getting into next next sesh, but the uh, the the mark of that equinox is is a half moon, so to speak. It's the middle phase, right as we head towards towards winter, the dark solstice. And I think this is just so profound, you know. I mean, I just think it's so profound because if you could understand right now that we are in this final phase of Virgo waning towards that. You know, we've, we've peaked at the summer solstice, we peaked and now we're, we're waning to that half point. And what I know for sure is with that half point, it's like a teeter totter. Like I've been talking about 
we wax or we wane in that moment. Once you cross that halfway point, you'll, you know, it starts to kind of, it goes, it slips, slides and fades, you know, or it, or it pedals to the metals, <laughs> pedals to the metal, you know, so it's really cool to tune in and observe in your own way and your own timing with your own sense of yourself embodied and listening <laughs> through your sensory system to the nature of this final this final phase as the light wanes in the northern hemisphere or as it grows in the southern it's really beautiful so that's a powerpoint and to recognize that to synchronize with that and and understand that we're in a waning energy then then we can do this we have to gather our resources we have to be mindful about how we use them and how we show up with them that gives us that helps us to sort of pace ourselves this is where we recognize a little bit and understand that we're heading towards a place where we're going to have to pace ourselves to be able to make it through to that other side <laughs> you know and uh so the you'll it's a beautiful time of the season too because this is where all of the flowers like this is the fullness there is a fullness involved with this moment in time and so that supreme expression that full that full embodiment that becoming i love that word becoming you know it's like this it's this uh fertile and expressive and um really really gracefully radiant vibration that comes through in this time and so you know this is where we have harvest parties and you know we come together and drink hot cider or cinnamon and pumpkins and you know this is the seat tis the season I actually really love this final phase so the thing that's really important the other thing that I think is important about this time is that as we start to consolidate our resources and really gather like get true to ourselves so to speak that authenticity really harnesses this inner power too it's it's going to be interesting this next week because we have as this moon wanes towards the last quarter square where the left side of the moon is illuminated we have a few there's some interesting transits that are basically going on in this next week and so basically i i was thinking about <laughs> I was looking at, so if you look at the calendar, there, there's a few things, like we're basically traversing all of these things that I'm talking about today are kind of in effect all through the, throughout the week. They also are a little bit more potent around the 16th and the 17th of the month, but we're really, can, we can feel these all week. And what, what I saw, so the moon or the sun is basically going to be opposing Neptune the and so the sun is in Virgo and in the sign of Virgo and Neptune is in the sign of Pisces right now and it has been it has been for for a while and basically it's opposing the sun and it's this whole like I talked about in that full moon the axis the Virgo Pisces axis is very much about curation and liberation like perfecting and also just getting free from that and finding that balance and I was having this I kind of everything comes a lot of things come back to movies from the 90s and 80s and I had this memory about this movie the labyrinth which had you know the David Bowie movie with all the, the Muppets and stuff 
So in that movie, the main characters going, the gal, she's going through the labyrinth and it's this whole thing that the main thing that you got to know is her, the, the line, the most important line of the movie that she kind of starts the movie out with. And it's what really helps get set her free in this movie is the quote, you have no power over me. And it, and I love this. I have to talk about this movie and hopefully you've seen it. And if you haven't, I mean, it's worth, maybe it is worth watching. I'm not sure. But basically there's this point in the movie where there's a lot of information, like there's a, there's this character that's basically throwing all of this stuff at her and it's all an illusion. She's kind of like having a hallucination or something. And it's all of this, all of the most comfortable things, the things that she loves, the things that she, you know, holds on to in the, in the third dimension that keep her sort of in a place where she's that little girl in her mom's bed, you know, in her parents' house, in her bedroom with her, you know, all of her favorite things and toys. And, and uh, she kind of snaps out of it and realizes that she's in an illusion and how she breaks free from that, diso- that disillusionment is by, by declaring, you have no power over me. <laughs> okay, so the reason why I'm saying all of this is because I feel like... <laughs> I feel like this is going to be a line, like write it down, you know, write it down in your, in your journal and use it, (laughs) use it over the next, uh, I don't know, the next like six months, (laughs) definitely over the next moon cycle. But this idea of a really just declaring you have no power, like where's the power at? See, like it's one thing to say, let's take, we're going to take the power back. But another thing is, it's another thing to start to observe like the places where we fool ourselves or where we're not trusting ourselves. That's where we lose power. And so we lose power and all the places that we lose power where we're learning. I'm hoping I'm practicing in my own life, how I can start to recognize those places where I've maybe given my power away or I've maybe given things more weight than I need than necessary, which didn't necessarily quote unquote take my power, but it diluted it. It diluted my power. You know, so sometimes it's not even so much about like giving your power away, but it's also about diluting it. So this is the thing, like supreme authority and power is true sovereignty. True embodiment gives us this sense of our supreme power and authority. It's so beautiful because I've, I was wanting to talk about this. I was actually thought I would tar- name last week's session sovereignty. And then I realized it needed to be this session because of this final phase of, of Virgo and what it really represents. And um, it's like ironic or it's, it's just kind of, I mean, there, it's just another one of those cosmic synchronizations that happened so happened that there's a transfer of power in the United Kingdom. And although it's, you know, as an American citizen, I, it doesn't affect me. I do not, the, the weight of this transformation and this transition of power is not lost on me as a student of history and observing the stars and really looking at, I've, I've studied a lot of the, the Royals charts, (laughs) Because I'm interested in seeing power and empowerment and how it shows up in the chart. And so along with all the history and the drama, 
<laughs> um, but it, uh, my condolences to anyone who's mourning the loss of Queen Elizabeth II. It's definitely an interesting, it's another one of those things that are marking the, the potency of these times that we live in right now on this planet. It also brings me to this sense of, you know, us coming, like, regardless of what your beliefs are and how you feel about that, because there's a lot could be said, and I'm not going there. I'm not going there right now. However, what I want to say is that this, this understanding of holding power and sustaining power is really, really important for us moving forward because there are people and things and systems that are in place right now that are designed and organized in such a way to harness our focus and our power. And they have been, many of them have been there for so long, longer than, you know, as long as society and humanity has been working and, you know, functioning together. This is kind of the point with the Virgo, the final phase of Virgo. So when we look at the evolution of Virgo in the Zodiac, it's really beautiful because you start with that spark of life in Aries, that integrating the sensory perceptions of Taurus, the mental capacity and thought capacity that's built through the Gemini season, and then the emotional capacity that is built through the season of cancer, and then the power and prowess that's built in the sign of Leo, that creative force that culminates all of those energies together. And the Virgo season is about kind of curing, curating and finessing and really, you know, final touch, this final embodiment of the self before it meets the other, which is Libra, the outside feedback. So in the Zodiac, they talk a lot about Aries through Virgo are very much the personal signs, their interpersonal work. It's, it's the lower part of the chart. So it really represents the inner work and the inner evolution of the self. And then as we get to Libra and in towards Aquarius and Pisces, we start to go outward into beyond ourselves, into the field and the space that's beyond ourself. And so this Virgo season, this final time is this owning myself, embodying me, true me, authentic me in my highest, purest, radiant form. You know, it's this, it, it's like, get ready because as I, as this changes, I'm going to have to interact with outside feedback. That's what happens. And that's the test. It's a beautiful thing. I keep saying that, but it's such a, like this divine nature of the cosmos is gorgeous to me that it, it, when we, when we tune into these tides, we can synchronize in such a way where we are really, really accessing our, our evolutionary power, you know? And so to like the, the, the thing that happens is as we learn a new lesson or as we embody a new, a new empowerment, so to speak, a new lesson, but they're empowerments that as we embody these things and, and really apply them to our day to day, that's when the outside feedback starts to test it. 
and it tests our sovereignty. It tests our inner authority and power. And so if we don't have that fortified and strong, then it's easily swayed, it's manipulated, it's taken advantage of, it's blah, 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 blah. You know, and so, you know, and we've all had this experience and like this is a micro macro thing as above, so below, you know, it's that <laughs> it's there. We've experienced it in little ways and we've probably experienced it in in big ways in our life as well. This is kind of my this is my <laughs> the thing that drives my soul a little bit is just like recognizing how I can be better, do better. I want to live this life and have some fulfillment in this life. And how I've been practicing that is truly through, through, you know, <laughs> this is like, and it's ongoing, it's ongoing. But it's that what I was talking about with the core calibration, the more that we recognize our nature of ourself and learn to listen and feel and tune into the guidance and the feedback that we're given and trust that the next level is to trust it so that we can, when you know, trust, go. That's what I'm talking about. So that's the sun in Virgo final phase, big deal. And then the moon, the moon, like I said, is waning towards that last quarter square, which will be in Gemini on the 17th of September is when this exact square happens. But before it does, the moon has been doing some, it's so beautiful. It went by Neptune. It was like next to Saturn a few weeks ago. And then it, it's been kind of close to Neptune, although you can't see that. It's been getting closer to Jupiter. And then it's going to pass by Chiron and then by the north and the north node in Uranus, which we won't be able to see. But then Mars on September 16th, again, the Mars is basically going to be conjunct exact Mars and the moon together in the sky, just like they are, they're Jupiter and, and the moon are together in the sky the day be before I recorded this sesh. So and I've, I've got pictures, I got proof, <laughs> uh, check out my Insta. You can see the picture of it. It's so pretty and it's still, it'll still be there. So give a look, look at the moon and you'll be able to see Jupiter near it they'll start to move away from each other and then you'll see m the moon come closer to Mars, which is so beautiful. And at that point, when the moon and Mars come together, they're going to be squaring exactly Venus. And this is an interesting PowerPoint in the chart as well, because, you know, and not even in the chart, this is an interesting PowerPoint that's, that's going to be occurring this week, this cosmic alignment basically of the moon and Mars really kind of two different they're two different energies mars is very outward while the moon is really inward and so with that moon and mars coming together it's acting on the, it's it's sparking this it's feeling like this drive to to take action in your insight in your intuition and to have a i'm snapping because i feel like it's gemini is a think fast it's it's um very witty and quick, quick silver, just like Mercury. And so it's, it's asking us, so even if you have like a moon in Gemini, which I know some of you do have that moon in Gemini, this is a really, this Mars and the moon coming together, I think is a really beautiful time to 
no hesitation to practice this, you know, fault tune in and see what's my guidance telling me and, and have a little practice in that quick response of trust and, and listening. You know, see how quickly you can respond with that listening. And so, um, <laughs> that stuff though, that's, this is interesting too, because those, that intuition squaring, that quick intuition, so to speak, squaring Venus really represents, in my personal opinion, it represents this friction around our belief systems. We are being asked over and over, we have been for the last few years, over and over to sort to really refine and into just to put that to really hone in on what are high, what are our values, what are our highest priorities and our highest, what are the things that are most important and meaningful and valuable in this time for us right now. And to really starting to put that, like to put value around that, also putting value around our our priorities, so to speak, is also about drawing boundaries. And so I feel like this is asking us to start to draw boundaries as well so that we can really that boundary is really cool because it it allows things that need to wane or to fade to fade with that boundary and then the other things that need to be focused on to be fortified we've been stripping away at this and so i feel like we're we're raw around this and that's kind of the point it's this time where we we really need to put some we need to fortify the field like i keep saying <laughs> Because when you put that shield up, there's a shield of radiance, but also protection so that we can start to cultivate, nurture and grow what we're looking to, to bring forth. And I got a, I got a quote, Peter Tosh, I, he has this saying, you know, in in one of his songs, he's, I'm a, I'm a woman, I'm gonna say it for me. I'm a woman of the past, standing in the present, walking into the future stepping into the future. You know, it is this time right now where we are, we are in the moment and we have to start to use what's necessary from the past and start to move it into the future, but from a very embodied, present, empowered, sovereign space, (laughs) you know? So, oh gosh, um, I'm pretty fired up this week. (laughs) <laughs> but so, you know, the, the thing that's important that I want you more than anything to take away is, again, this sense of, of trusting and, and protecting what is, what is true for you, what is righteous and, and what is most valuable for you, you know, and what I really, my biggest takeaway from some of these astrological alignments is really this idea of of giving ourselves the gift of trust it's like having a having faith having some respect in and being able to really listen to ourselves it's such a beautiful thing that we can do for ourselves to honor and listen you know and start to feel that guidance more and use it for your own empowerment. It's one of our best tools that we can use moving into the future. So, okay. And then I, I just want to say the other takeaway is that really recognizing 
again, when we tune in and we observe the nature of, of the cosmic tides and just letting, just, I'll say this, that just that, that retrograde remix is, is occurring. And I encourage all of us to just, it feels like we're in this river of time and you can just let, like, just lay down, lay down the things that you're, you're ready to stop carrying no matter how big it or heavy or, you know, just do it for yourself, do it for your family, do it for your friends. Let that shit go. <laughs> let that, let it go. See how much you can leave behind in order to clarify and be more present and agile and light and focused so that your, your precision is on point, you know, and ready for the other. <laughs> okay. So I've been breaking things up a little bit in the sessions. I You might have noticed the little focus around the structure. And um, part of it is because I really do want to encourage this the application and the living, the art and science of living in rhythm is so key. It's, it's the embodiment piece is my favorite piece. It's my gift to, it's like the thing that it's the one thing that I know that I just, I've, I've had my whole life and I know it's my thing. <laughs> Everybody's got one, you know? And so I, part of the fun in this is to hopefully help you to, either recognize that thing or if you've already recognized to really start to harness the your focus around your power to use it and so the 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 true art and science of living in rhythm is this very act of being able to feel the current of the cosmic tide to recognize the flow another way to talk about this is to be able to read the room right you can read the room. You can tune in and feel, like start to sense, where's the vibration? Where's the energy? And and you know, part of the fun in this is that, again, we begin to become more empowered and sure of ourselves. So that confidence, is it shows up as confidence. And that confidence is, is embodied empowerment. That's embodied power. And you know, I, I almost didn't even use the word confidence because it triggers, it has a trigger for a lot of people and myself, maybe myself included. I mean, definitely myself included, but the, the idea around you lack confidence or what's your confidence or like, you don't, you know, there's this whole fine line around being able, you don't want to be a bragger and you don't want to be a little meek, little weakling either, you know? And so again, it's like, how do we tune into this? Again, this is this idea of like really being able to tune into our center, gravity, feel into where our power is and start to cultivate it, use it, gather our resources and use it. And so I have this thing like this, the power of presence is one of the best ways that I can talk about really being able to bring in, you know, so when we're present and we're focused is when we can actually get stuff done this is kind of the point is there's a million things on the side sidelines that can take us off track or throw us off balance. It's that outside feedback. It's the other, right? So owning our supreme 
inner authority, our supreme power and inner authority, our sovereignty. We have this presence that we can focus and actually accomplish and achieve things. I want to add one more little thing to this. So part one for sure is that centering and tuning and calibrating the core. The second skill set that we've been cult- we've been practicing and cultivating in the Living in Rhythm podcast is the one to three breath reset. That it really takes one to three deep breaths for us to actually tune in, organize our, our center of gravity, organize our field, and r- kind of regroup and recalibrate. The one to three breath reset. It takes but one to three breaths. It's, in- it's incredible. The other thing I want to add to this, it's a skill set that I learned from my friend Jerrica. It's called 17 seconds. That's like what we called it. It's a 17 seconds rule. And it's interesting because when I noticed that, I kind of noticed this on the socials that, you know, TikToks and the stories on the Instagram are like stories on the Instagram are 15 seconds. And so that's kind of the thing. Snapchats and snaps, they're all short. And people on YouTube love the shorts, blah, blah, blah. Everyone's got a short attention span is kind of what's happening. But on the other effect of that is some of us are getting so good. We're tuned in so much that we're actually within within 15 to 17 seconds. You can tune in and actually get the message. You can you can get the feedback that you need. And so part of this p- focusing and this ability of like tuning in and becoming present the next layer is to give yourself that 17 second rule to really sense which direction is this going? Is this resonant? Is it dissonant? Is this the continue or pull back wax wane? You know, I mean, it's like good, bad. Is this somebody, you know, you can do, you can actually quick read people. You can quick read situations. You can quick read posts. I mean, it is intense what you can tune into in 17 seconds. So I highly recommend practicing that because it's a powerful skill for, for tuning into your, our, our own inner authority and our own inner power. So, you know, that's the, that's the message as we prepare, as we, as we get ready for this season change, this trend we're, we're in this mutable time where things are transitioning. And so I encourage all of us to strengthen ourselves, strengthen your center of gravity, strengthen your inner timing and rhythm, your inner knowing, the inner guidance, you know, start to start to nurture your physical system so that you're prepared for the change in the season. This is where you want to start to nurture ourselves on another level so that we can be strong enough and clear enough and focused enough for the next phase, so to speak. So, (laughs) ah, much love to all of you. I hope you had fun. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Definitely harness your inner authority, embody your, your full radiant potential and, you know, let your soul shine. (laughs) So don't also don't forget, I'm having a little having a little session special this this month I guess I don't know how long I'm having it but it's still up so if you're looking to book a session 
You can book one and schedule it now, or you could also book it or just purchase the session and book it later. I think they expire within six months of purchase. So if you're looking to just do it and save it for later or give it as a gift to somebody else, you can do that too. So you just go to my website, livinginrhythm.com, and the discount code is all capitals galaxy 22 so galaxy 22 all caps livinginrhythm.com get your sovereignty on and no i love you so much blessings and love y'all peace